Happy Monday, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast, Grab It Quick News. This is the fourth episode of season three and the third podcast during the coronavirus. I want to give a big thanks to everyone who is listening. A big shout out to my friends who are writing to me. All right, let's get started. A gentle reminder, if you are not 18 or older, you should not be listening to this without your parents' consent. Let's get it. CDC tips and reminders for coronavirus updated. The CDC is now recommending that people wear face masks in public places when entering public places like stores, public transit, post offices. It is mainly to prevent those who are asymptomatic or those who have symptoms from spreading the virus. Although our current president says he won't be wearing one, because we suspect it's going to probably be orange from spray tan, the First Lady has contradicted him issuing a statement everyone should be following who in CDC guidelines. No face mask? Got sewing skills? Joann's Fabrics is issuing free mask making materials. So just go to your local Joann's or check out their online face mask tutorial on how to make an effective face mask on YouTube. The CDC still recommends that we eliminate face touching and our finger transfers the virus to our nose, our eyes, and our mouth 12 times per hour to eat lots of great leafy greens and fruits high in vitamin D, vitamin C because it will help boost our immune systems. We should also be hand washing. So we should be tripling our hand washing. So if you wash your hands three times a day, it should be six times a day. If you do six times a day, then make it nine times a day but you want to wash your hands properly. And the key is to concentrate on the fingertips and wash for 20 seconds. And remember, friction, friction, friction. We want to still get enough sleep. We still need seven to eight hours per night. We need to exercise at home regularly. We could aim for 30 minutes every other day, or we could do 15 minutes every day. Handshakes and hugs are canceled. So remember, handshaking And hugging can transfer 10 times more germs than a fist bump. So we're going to disinfect our surfaces by using the spray wipe spray method. We're going to improve our air quality by getting a humidifier because viruses dislike humid air. And we're also going to do a namaste. We're going to meditate because meditating is known to support and boost your immune system. UFC President Dana White revealed as a victim of a sex tape extortion scheme. This story was written by Mark Fisher for the New York Post, April 5th of 2020 at 8.05 p.m. UFC President Dana White slammed a civil lawsuit filed against him that revealed that he was the victim of a years-old sex tape extortion plot. In 2015, Las Vegas resident Ernesto Joshua Ramos was arrested and charged after the FBI found that he had extorted $200,000 from an unnamed prominent Las Vegas businessman. 
They allegedly appeared in a video having sex with Ramos's live-in girlfriend in 2014, according to a Nevada suit that was filed on Ramos's behalf Friday and was reviewed by the Las Vegas Review Journal. Now, the 42-year-old Ramos claims White House that White reneged on a potential $450,000 deal between the two that forbid Ramos from leaking White's name to the public after the criminal case closed. A court-issued protective order prevented the releasing of White's name during the actual case, the lawsuit said. Ramos believed through White's legal team that he would get a chance to work out a lucrative non-closure agreement with White after pleading guilty. Ramos, who pled guilty and served a 366 day sentence in federal prison said the woman a las vegas stripper had been seeing the 50 year old married white over the course of several months and he had taped the two in the act without white's consent i just found out that a bullshit lawsuit was filed against me yesterday white said in a statement with the review journal this guy went to federal prison for trying to extort me over five years ago now he's hired a lawyer who is also a convicted felon and he's trying to extort me for 10 million dollars he got no money from me last time and he won't be getting any money from me this time i look forward to the court dismissing this so quickly so that i can get rid of these scumbags forever the attorney representing ramos is Ian Christopherson, who was convicted in 2012 for tax evasion, according to the same outlet. Ramos, who is a real estate agent and personal trainer, also claims that White's lawyers provided false derogatory information about him to the FBI in order to prompt agents to launch the extortion investigation. The suit said White was in Brazil for a UFC event at the time of the alleged sex tape. Zuffa, the UFC's parent company, was also named in this suit. COVID-19 Small Business Guidance and Loan Resources. Are you a small business? Do you need some relief from the coronavirus? Well, at sba.gov, they have an application for that. It's called a Small Business Guide and Loan Resource. The health and governmental officials are working together to maintain the safety, security, and health of the American people. Small businesses are encouraged to do their part to keep their employees, their customers, and themselves healthy. Our nation's small businesses are facing an unprecedented economic disruption due to the COVID-19 outbreak. On Friday, March 27th, the president signed into law the CARES Act, which contains $376 billion in relief for American workers and small business owners. To learn more about those options, go to sba.com. Find out if you are eligible for this loan. The CDC offers the most up-to-date information on COVID-19. So this interim guidance is going to be based on what is currently known about the disease of 2019. So you can find out your eligibility as well as the COVID-19 guidelines. SBA.gov.
All right, Team Grab It, we have reached the second half of my podcast where we answer letters. I want to thank everybody who sends me these letters. I take them very seriously and I appreciate you guys listening. Again, I'm not a doctor. People are just asking for my advice. So it's just a two cents worth. Okay, so let's get started. Our first letter is from a female in New York City. She writes, Dear Jessica, as this quarantine continues, I am waking up later than usual, having very vivid dreams, and I'm becoming depressed. Do you have any advice on how to combat this? Well, I want to let you know that the waking up later and having vivid dreams, it's totally normal what you're going through. And it may not be normal for you because you're used to a certain routine, but it is very normal. It's... um. I can't remember the name of it, but it's it's like where you have melancholy because you miss going places. I want to say it's a distance disorder where you're so used to going from one thing to the next to being busy that when you're not busy, you don't feel complete. You feel like maybe you're lacking something or that you're forgetting to do something. So just anytime you have that feeling of gosh, I feel worthless. I'm not doing anything or, you know, just remember that that's kind of what is called for at this time right now. What's called for right now in this time is for us to just chill out. And it's really hard for us to chill out because a lot of us have been working since we were 15, 14, or even longer. So just remember that the vivid dreams, it's going to happen because that's your body trying to digest this whole trauma because unfortunately us dealing with this lockdown being quarantined it is a trauma and everybody's going to deal with it different but some of those signs are going to be that you know you don't have a schedule anymore so you may wake up later and that's not a bad thing um another sign like you said you may have really vivid dreams it's not a bad thing it just means that your brain is trying to process and that's how our brain processes our brain processes the best is when we sleep and that's why cdc is saying get seven to eight hours of it because a lot of the times when we get four hours of sleep when we aren't in a crisis, four hours of sleep may do us great. But when we are in a crisis, that four hours of sleep will crush us because we're already in a stagnant mode. We're not as active as we usually are. And when you don't have rest, it can cause your immune system to go down. It can cause your mental capacity to go down. So you may want to check that. You may want to make sure that you're getting the proper rest. You may want to start an exercise regimen. And you may also want to use some sticky notes and just write, put them on your mirror, put them in places that you see the most and, and say, hey, I'll get through this. I'll make it. I'm staying positive. You know, two more days, three more days, you know, come up with a planner of activities you want to do. If you don't like sleeping late and you feel like that's not for you, then start your own personalized schedule for you. Because at this point in time, nobody can tell you how you need to handle your trauma because we're all going through a traumatic event. So I'm not going to say, oh, girl, you need to, because that's not what this is. If anything, this is give yourself a break. Give yourself time to actually digest that we have to actually sit and actually 
you know, work for a common goal and a common good. So I want you to stay positive, okay? Thank you so much for the letter. Our second letter is from a male in Arkansas. He writes, Dear Jessica, I am 50% attracted to my partner's looks and 50% attracted to her personality. Is this normal? Thank you so much for writing me this letter, male in Arkansas. I think that when it comes to sexuality and attraction, um, there really is no weird or normal. Everybody likes what they like. You know what I mean? Like for me, I personally don't always look at a person's look. I look at your personality. I look at, you know, how you treat others. I look at your heart. So that, you know, quote unquote, isn't normal, but it's normal for me. So you may be one of those guys who likes to have a full package where you like the way you are attracted to the way she looks. You're attracted to her personality. And that may make for a really great relationship because you have to remember there are some people who date people who are 100% attracted to them, but they have absolutely nothing to talk about. They have nothing in common. And if that person were not attractive, they wouldn't be with them. We have a lot of folks like that. Then we also have people who they don't want to deal with really pretty people because really pretty people can be really shitty people or that's what they've said. So they only want to deal with really smart people because it makes them feel superior mentally. So is that normal? No, but it's normal for them. And that's the one thing. If you're in this relationship and she knows that you are attracted to her 100% and 50 is her personality and 50 is her looks, then, and she's okay with that, then there's nothing wrong with that at all. That is your preference. And we have to stop getting offended by other people's preferences because that's what makes the world great is the fact that not everybody wants vanilla ice cream. Some people like pistachio ice cream. Some people like mocha almond fudge ice cream. Some people like cookies and cream. Some people like chocolate. Some people like Neapolitan. Do you understand what I'm saying? So don't ever get hung up, especially when you hang out with your homeboys. Well, I like a girl. Man, you need to get on with this team where girls get to look like that, that, that. Don't ever start comparing what girls should or shouldn't look like because that's when you lose the authenticity of the relationship. And you also lose that genuine affection that you feel for that person, as well as that genuine connection. So thank you so much for the letter. Let me know how it goes. Our last and final letter is from a male in Texas. He writes... Dear Jessica, I am a huge fan and I admire you. Aw, thank you. Whenever me and my girlfriend have a major argument, she blocks me on all of her social media and sleeps with other men. I never find out about it immediately and sometimes I don't find out by her telling me. It's usually a month or so later and a mutual friend gives me a heads up or she blames me for cheating. I have never cheated on her. This last time she slept with a guy I went to graduate school with. What should I do, Jessica? I really love her. Well, male in Texas, I want to say I am so sorry. 
because this woman sounds like she is a handful and not in a good way. Um, I think, and you're not going to want to hear this because you in love with her and you love her, but I think you need to stop being a pushover. Okay. And I don't know what your past is on abandonment issues, but I do know any man willing to endanger his life because that's really what you're doing you know she's cheating on you is she even getting tested after she's doing that is she using condoms you don't know that stuff you don't really know anything because she's telling you a month later what if you get syphilis god forbid you get syphilis god forbid you get herpes from this bitch god forbid and i don't mean that in a bad way but i'm just saying like this is a really bitchy thing to do. We're in an argument. We're supposed to be together. You're my team. We're on the same team. And because I don't like what you say, I go sleep with someone else. That sounds very, very, very immature. Sounds very spiteful. And it sounds like she's not in a relationship. She's in whatever she wants to be in. And you're the one in the relationship. So I'm just going to say how I feel about this one. And I would say you need to get away from this woman because unfortunately she is going to keep continue to take your kindness for a weakness. If this is every major argument, how are y'all ever going to get anything accomplished? Because in life, in real relationships, you have major arguments. You may have major arguments about who's paying the bills. You may have a major argument about who's paying on, paying the car note. You may have a major argument about having kids. You may, you know what I mean? Like there are major arguments that are had in a real relationship and you can't run out and go sleep with somebody else and then come back and fix that. You see what I'm saying? Like you actually have to, hey, this, I get it. We're both upset. We're both passionate, but we got to do X, Y, Z to get here. And unfortunately, you have a partner who's not doing that. And I don't think she'll ever do that. I think she's what we call a runner and runners do it different. And you guys are going to be like, Jessica, explain to me what a runner is. A runner is someone who subconsciously is emotionally detached or does things because they want to keep pushing you away because they're scared of commitment, so they run. So they may run by, anytime it gets tough, I'm gonna cheat on you. Because I'm trying to get you to, I'm try, I don't wanna be the one to break it off, I want you to do it. Or they may, may be the type where when you really need them, your parent may die, your friend may get sick or something like that, they are nowhere to be found. But hey, any other time when you want to have a good time, they're there for you and they have a great time and you're like, gosh, you're just meant for me. But those are runners. That's what I call a runner. So you're with a runner and it's really hard to build a relationship with a runner because you want to build your relationship on a foundation of love, loyalty, solidarity, teamwork, trust. You can't do that with this person. So my advice to you, if you can't leave her alone, I would tell her that we are no longer together. And that way she can go ahead and do what she wants to do. And if you want to sit there and watch this go down, I would say, no, don't do it. But if you want to, you can. You're more, you know, it's a free world. But I really want to say that you're a good man. You are loyal to this person. You're actually trying to have a relationship with her. I would hate for you to waste years of your life on somebody who is not thinking about you at all. 
The only thing she's thinking is that you're a lame-o because you're staying with her. Watch me do this to this lame-ass. And unfortunately, there are women out there who think that. I don't think you're a lame-ass. I would love to have a guy who was loyal, faithful, trustworthy, and who actually wanted to argue about relationship shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's every girl's dream. Like, he could argue me about relationship shit and not cheat? Let's go. So I just want to say that you may want to get out of this relationship before it leaves a scar on you. And it already has left a scar on you because you're already recognizing the pattern that she has. Okay, because she has a pattern. She waits. Y'all get in an argument. She leave. So that means I just want to point out that means she's already got a nigga on the back burner. She waiting on that argument. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Just going to go there for you. So, you know, the behavior, you know, the pattern. My point is. You don't need to be in that at all. You need to find someone who's not going to put you in that situation. And if you are scared to love again or scared that your heart's going to be hurt, then you need to take a break. And there's nothing wrong with taking a break because guess what? We we in quarantine. This is the perfect time to take a break from somebody. Hey, we in quarantine. You know, I just need to think about myself, get my shit together. And you do that. But just remember that you're worth way more than this. You're worth some girl making an argument over bullshit so she can go get some dick on the side that she's probably already getting. Yeah, and I hate to say that to you. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings or anything like that. I just want to wake you up with this. Like, she knows what she's doing. And I know that you love her. And I know that we can't choose who we love. But I don't want you to be dumb in love. Yeah, you can still love somebody and put a boundary up because you love them. You know what I'm saying? Even God was like, I love humans, but y'all niggas is tripping. So here's 10 commandments and I need y'all to follow that shit. You see what I'm saying? Like you can still love somebody and put up boundaries because it's needed. It's very much needed in this relationship. Whether you decide to stay, whether you decide to go, that is on you. I wish you nothing but the best. And thank you so much for sending me this letter. Bye-bye. Well, that's all the time we have. I need your support, Team Grabbit. If you value the free and paid content that I've delivered over the years, please consider subscribing to my accounts or my official website, jessicagrabbit.com today. If you're already a subscriber, now's a great time to use the tip me feature on this Anchor app, as well as the other sites that I have. Send me an Amazon gift card or refer 10 friends that you know that will benefit from my service. Remember, Every contribution, big or small, will ensure that I am able to produce content in the years to come. One day soon, this crazy era of social distancing and hunkering down at home will be behind us. And I'll be back working out at the gym at 6.30 a.m. and camming my regular 10 to 11 a.m. shift. And I know all of you are having fantasies about getting immersed in some of the -the out-of-the-house activities once again. But for now... Every one of us needs alternative ways to escape, and I aim to be that escape. So long, and remember, be good, or be good at it. Until next time, bye.